0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy Millennials. It's Brittany. Emily Welcome to today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about the five love languages. Now, I have a feeling that most of you already know what I'm talking about. Um, For those of you that don't, you might have been living under a rock, but that's okay.
1: Um, (laughs) Don't judge here. (laughs) Right. No
0: judgment. No judgment. That rock is
1: perfectly fine.
0: Um, so we're talking about the five love languages and for this episode, we're kind of just going to go over the five love languages, give you guys a brief overview, and then we're going to ask some questions, um, at the end. And then later we're going to have another episode where we get more in depth on our love language itself. Mm. So the five love languages, do you want to kind of give them a brief explanation? So it was created by Dr. Gary Chapman. Um, and it's supposed to be used as a
1: tool to better love the people around you because a lot of times um, At least the way um, dr. Chapman tells the story of, of how his book and these different tasks came to be um, A lot of people typically do not have the same love language quote-unquote as their friends their family and a lot of people that are really close to you end up feeling unloved uncared for and you kind of have this weirdness of you know I'm trying to love you I'm trying to show you that I care about you but if someone has a different you know language going back to one of our previous episodes about language learning you know if I'm speaking spanish to Brittany and Brittany doesn't understand spanish it doesn't matter how much korean or english she's speaking to me if I don't understand i'm just i'm we're always going to be misunderstanding each other mm-hmm. And so he kind of did that with his love language test. If you know how other people receive love and you learn the people who you're nearby who receive love differently, you can give love in their language.
0: Right. And so it's all about how it's all about giving and receiving love. And Gary Chapman has created many books, authored many books on this and worked with other doctors as well. There's now even a language of appreciation book that you can use for your workplace Um, He's also kind of, you know, there's different quizzes that you can take for how you handle your anger and how you effectively want to hear apologies.
1: Yeah, that that was actually really interesting. So when we initially were um, doing different research for this in the next episode, I was really surprised to see that there was other um, quizzes besides love language. And so we ended up taking those as well. So maybe at some point we can talk about those too.
0: Right. And to give you guys kind of a backstory as well, the reason that I know about the love languages and I believe probably knowing Malia, she's known about it before this, but in school, in college, we took a marriage and family course. And in that course, the five love languages was a book that we had to read and we took the test and we learned what our love languages were. And so again, to prepare for this, and again, we'll talk about this in the next episode, Malia and I took the test again to see, oh, has it changed? Because you know, with your MBTI or Enneagram or any kind of personality test, those can change over time as you develop and change. Uh, And so we'll talk about that in our next episode, like what we were before and what are we now. But I wanted to give you guys uh, a little overview. We're going to go through the five. There are five love languages. The first one is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And that means essentially that you like hearing, I'm proud of you. I love you. You're doing great. These words of affirmation.
1: And it has to be not condescending. Right. Because here's here's the thing. If you're not good, I might be showing my cards. If you're not good at like giving someone their love language in an effective way, it can kind of come off condescending and words of affirmation is one of those that can come off condescending if you don't practice at it. Like you have to be sincere when you are giving these words of affirmation.
0: I think there can be also different words that work. Mm-hmm. Not the not the simple, like sometimes I proud of you is not gonna work for someone who, re- who likes to receive words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of again, learning all about, it's not a be all end all, right? This mm-hmm. love language. And just like anything that we talk about when we talk about these things, when we get into personality types and we talk about the love languages, this is not, you know, the gospel. The gospel is the gospel and that's Mm -hmm. how you really love people. But these are kind of tools to help you to do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not one-dimensional human beings. Uh, We have layers. And I feel like God created us with those different layers. So some of the stuff that we're going to do, love languages, uh, MBTI, Enneagram, it might not be for you. And for, for that, we just say, you know, either skip that episode or, or ignore um, those tests, because if it's not going to help you, then you don't need it. We're just doing this for fun and also to learn ourselves better. Like yeah. I like a certain test more than another one. Brittany likes another test more than a certain one. And that doesn't make either of us bad people.
0: And for me, the way that words of affirmation has played out in my life is when I know some, when that's a love language for someone, I really do try to focus on that and know that, okay, I can do something for them, but that's not going to show them that I love them. If they need appreciation in this way, that's how I need to start. You know, I may not be good at giving someone praise, Mm -hmm. but I've got to work on myself to give praise to someone who, Here's love that way. Next is quality time. I'll go ahead and tell you that's mine. Um, we'll talk about that more later. But quality time essentially is what it sounds like. Spending time with that person. I feel really loved when people are spending time with me is what someone with quality time would be thinking. And that doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be fully like, oh, we have to spend hours together and we have to talk the whole time look deeply in my eyes if you're not looking in my eyes then therefore you don't know right it's not a (laughs) lot of time um honestly i you know she's just not doing (laughs) probably she won't look in my eyes y'all basically (laughs) you know i think you know sometimes it can be just you're so close with someone that you guys are just hanging out chilling you're not even saying a word to each other but you're with each other you know it's about being in that Proximity with each other, hanging out together, but are you know really enjoying the time that you have together, no matter what you're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I used to notice that one coming out in me more when I was studying because I typically didn't really like actually studying with other people. Like that used to annoy me because I'm like, okay, if you're not going to be focused, like directly focused, and like take good notes and do the things, mm-hmm. I don't really want to study with you. But I want someone else to be studying and suffering in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I used to see that one more when I was in college and studying. I'm like, okay, yeah, I just to study with people, but please
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But I definitely like I definitely like being around people and I think even um when you get into like extroverted, introverted, whatever, I think there're even introverted people that like quality mm. time. That can still be a love language of yours. And it can be how you. It could be how you show your love language too. We'll talk about that a little bit too. So right now we're talking about mostly how you receive love. So as your, if you haven't taken the test yet, you can take it on the Five Love Languages website. But as we're talking about these, you can start to to see. Okay, when do I feel most appreciated? When do I feel most loved? Is it when I'm being told, "Ah, oh, I love you," or I'm proud of you? Or is it when you're hanging out with your best friend just to hang out, you know, or she called you up and she's like, Hey, let's spend some time together. And you're like, okay, great. That sounds, you know, and then you feel appreciated or loved in that way.
1: And and it's going to be a little different for different groups of people. Um, I think we mentioned this previously, but if not, there are different versions of this test. There's a singles version, there's a work version. Um, there's a, a couples version. Um, we found out through our research that there's a military right. <laughs> and children's version, which I'm like, can I find my kids and make <laughs> them take this test somehow? So it might your love language might be a little different based off of different groups, but typically your top two are still gonna be your top two. The mm-hmm. only one that for me it's completely different and kind of flipped is my personal one versus my work one.
0: She's right. Generally, so Gary Chapman, he originally, first book he wrote was for couples. Mm -hmm. But then I soon realized, you know, these all can be used for any relationships. Um, So you read like the singles one, the children's one, the teens one, the military one and such, and you learn, okay. And she's right. You know, those first two probably are usually going to be the same. But it can be, it can be different. And it is different depending, you know, how you work can be completely different from how you uh, deal with it personally. Okay. Next is receiving gifts. This one, when I was a kid felt so materialistic. Mm. So you may be thinking that right now, like receiving gifts, like, so I was answering questions, I think kind of in that realm. So receiving lists became very low on, on my list when I was younger mm. receiving gifts. So I thought I need to answer like, I'm not some superficial materialistic person. <laughs> But receiving gifts isn't just about receiving like the most expensive gift or receiving mm-hmm. money or something like that. It's literally just like someone took the time to think of me mm-hmm. and they gave me a gift that made them think of me, mm-hmm. and that's really special too. I think I once I learned that I realized okay, I think I like receiving gifts. It's still not mm-hmm. my number one, but like I think I I do. You mm-hmm. know that's how I feel loved sometimes by people.
1: Mm. I think that one's one that I'm more willing to do for. It. It's it's very hard for me to even voice what I need sometimes, like, emotionally. So gifts is sometimes hard for me. But,
0: yeah. I, I used to think it was
1: materialistic, too, though. I totally yeah. agree with
0: that. I think that's definitely – I mean, of course, you see receiving gifts. I think that's what you're initially going to go to is, like, oh, this person just likes to receive, like, anything. Mm-hmm. But you could be. You could be giving uh, someone who ha- – their, their highest love language is receiving gifts. You could be giving them, like, gift cards out the wazoo. And they don't feel loved at all Mm -hmm. because like that gift card isn't something special to them. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's all about being intentional with your gift giving for these Mm -hmm. people.
1: And then one of the things that I saw when I was looking at a list of like what actually giving gifts looks like, (laughs) I saw them there. It's like, a set of pens or a notebook and i was like okay that doesn't have to be a very expensive gift but i thought about it and i was like actually i would love it if someone gave me like a notebook and pens because if y'all don't know i've got like two or three bags of pens and pencils and colored pencils because i'm that person <laughs> <laughs> and maybe 12 notebooks <laughs> i have to be in a mood y'all sometimes like, like pretty grungy
0: or like inspirational <laughs> Okay, so next, our fourth love language is acts of service. Mm -hmm. Acts of service are when you go out of your way. I say go out of your way. Mm -hmm. You go out of your way to help someone with something they're working on or a project they're working on, sometimes without them having, mostly without them having to ask you. Mm -hmm. So if you feel appreciated or loved when someone, let's say you're planting something in your garden, right? And your friend says oh, let me help you out with that. Like, I'm going to come over and we're going to do this together. And you feel like, oh, that's so nice. How I'm you not going to
1: be the shit of the dirt by the time I finish.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so you feel you feel appreciated. You feel loved when someone has seen, oh, this project's probably going to take you a lot of time by yourself. Mm-hmm. Let me help you out with this. And they do it, you know, out of the goodness of their heart, not mm-hmm. some kind of like, oh, I have to do this. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I didn't realize how much I appreciate this one. I still think it's probably one of my top ones, but, like, Recently, both you and our friend Lauren actually came to, over to the house and helped with some yard work. And it was something that I initially had planned to just do myself because I kind of wanted to be in the yard listen to music and be left alone. But then it was, it went by so much quicker and we were able to, at both times with you and with Lauren, kind of catch up. So that part was really nice. And I was like, wow, we did so much. I was like, I'm so glad I did end up doing this by myself.
0: <laughs> So initially, like, I think acts of service may can get a little bit mixed up with quality time, too. Because if if you hear, if you listen to that story with her, it's like, oh, you spent time together, too. Mm -hmm. Now, it works for her, too, because quality time is higher on hers. Mm -hmm. But for someone with acts of service, like, you can't just spend time with them while they're doing it. you better got to, like, actually help them do it as well. right? Because when you're regretting someone what they love, it it does not feel loving. Mm -hmm. Okay. And last...
1: Is physical touch yes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with couples, this makes sense. Maybe physical touch with like reading it for singles, you're like, what? You know, and especially as Christians, we're like, that's touching. What? Mm-hmm. And then, when you're truly filled
1: with the Spirit, you're like
0: touching. Yes! <laughs> so physical touch it doesn't mean like sensual touches or anything like that. Maybe no, unless no. you're in a relationship. But with your friends, of course, just being able to hug them, to, to hold their hands, sit close to them, not even like actually touching them, or just to give them a light pat or a massage or something like that. No, I'm feeling so loved. Right. Receiving, <laughs> receiving, receiving that from, from them. I have a lot of friends that have, this is where we talk too about like giving and receiving. I have a lot of friends that physical touch is high up there. Physical touch is very low on mine. So giving it is very difficult for me because receiving it is something that I don't really care about. So I have to learn to give physical touch.
1: Mm-hmm. I think kind of talked about that. And um, one of the last times you recorded this podcast at your house, and we had taken a break in between one of the podcasts, and I was already laying on the couch, but you ended up kind of being behind me. And so I just kind of plopped down into your lap, and I went to get up, and you were just like, you kind of like rubbed my head, and you were like, you stay. And I was just like, ah, I love Brittany so much. <laughs> because she doesn't like physical touch and I know that and I intentionally try to not ask that of her and I think that that also needs to be acknowledged from your friends like know when you are giving up something acknowledge when someone that you love is giving up something that they want to give you something that you want because it is hard for us who love to give you all the feelings (laughs) to not feel you
0: (laughs) so this is another way too that they can that can show that these can be different because I believe that, like, physical touch within my friendships and even with my family, I'm not that keen on. But I think in a romantic relationship, it would be different. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it, like, I know that it would probably, physical touch would be at least a little higher up than it is in my pers- in my like single life. Mm-hmm.
1: I still feel like it would, wouldn't go higher than
0: probably two. Years. No, definitely not. I still think it wouldn't be. You know, when it's your lowest, it's your lowest. Like, it's not going to get, it's not going to become, like, number one all of a sudden. So, I kind of wanted to discuss, I have a few questions for us to think about. And first is, we've kind of briefly touched, but why is it important? Why should people care about the love languages?
1: I mean, just basically going off the last story I just told, if I didn't know you as well as I knew you, I would be super offended because I just, I love to be, I love to cuddle y'all. I love to be just held. Because one thing that being hugged and held for me does is I'm always bigger and taller than everyone around me. And so hugging makes me feel small, but like in a healthy way. And so I just feel very cared for. And so it's something very simple that I'm like, oh, this is something I enjoy. And so just like based off of that one interaction, like if I didn't know that you allowed me to kind of be all up in your space was something that was hard for you. And like, and yet you still allow me to do it. You know, I could have just been like, oh, damn. that means she doesn't love me, and I'm gonna be super into my feelings mm-hmm. and offended. And but like, I just know that that's not something that she needs or wants. So I'm just like, you know what? As long as I'm healthy and getting it from other places, I don't need it from you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make allowances for other people's for other people, without making them feel bad that that's not their language. I think that's what I initially thought that the five love languages was in the beginning because a lot of couples were using it and they were kind of using it kind of like a sword. Like, you never use my language and because you don't, I'm gonna be slightly vengeful against you and I'm gonna keep giving you my love language in hopes that you'll give it back to me. And I was just like, "Mm, this doesn't seem to be working for (laughs) y'all. So when the single version came out, I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Like if I receive differently than you, then I'm gonna have to give you something that I'm not natural in, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be harder. Like yours is words of affirmation. For me, that's I think no, that's, time. that's not mine's Like quality time. Of, quality. Oh, mm-hmm. yours, is quality. yours is quality time, and like quality time is important to me. But you know, I'd rather have this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I have to be thinking of okay, this is important to Brittany. This other one is important to our friend Lauren. This other one is important to, like, my roommates. This other one is important to Krista. And, you know, adjust accordingly. Right. Make allowances for
0: it. Right. And that's the same way that I, you know, I work is out of this. I don't like physical touch, but I know my friends do. So I work to be more open to that and let them, you know, hug me or hold my hand or whatever they've got to do to feel loved. And to also not do that begrudgingly, like she said, but just with any kind of personality test, or for me personally, like any kind of these um, self improvement, it's mm-hmm. not all just it's it's about self improvement, but it's also about just learning how to deal with others because mm-hmm. not everyone is going. You know, we're all different people. We all disagree. We all do not be- believe in the same things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's another way to learn how to love someone and to care for someone and to not like make those, have those differences become battlegrounds. Mm -hmm.
1: And don't make them guilty points either. Mm -hmm. I think if you're not careful, again, it goes kind of the sword thing, but you can feel guilty for not being good at giving someone else their love language as good as well as some other ones. Like, Words of affirmation, I think of them all the time. But it's hard for me to give them, Mm -hmm. because as a, for me myself, it's hard for me to receive them. So it's not a thing of like, I'm bad at it. When I think to do it, I'm just like, oh yeah. (laughs) By the way, I appreciate such and such and such and such about you. But it's hard for me to give it, because it's hard for me to receive it. Mm -hmm. So not feeling guilty about it, just knowing, you know what, I'm not really good at this one. I need to actually be like, maybe even direct, like, a lot of these refer to like kind of being surprised and you having to do the work of knowing the other person. But if you're just really crappy at one of these, I I want to give you the permission, and I feel like even Dr. Campbell would do that with, with with you guys and Brittany as well. Just ask the person, "What do you like to to receive mm. from me to to fill up?" and just sit them down and have a conversation about that. Because if you don't know. How can you really, you know, feel guilt about something that you don't know and you don't understand? Like, if I don't know what you like, how can I
0: give you what you like? Right? No? I mean, I blatantly ask people these days because the five-one languages is so popular among people and like something that's kind of known. I kind of just ask people these days, I'm like, hey, do you know your love language? And generally, they know what I'm talking about. And then they're like, oh, no, I don't. Or like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, words of affirmation is my top. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I was like, Mm -hmm. mine's quality time. And then like, we're like, we've exchanged this like, okay, now you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I've done that with coworkers too, right? So we we took the NBA inventory as well. And figuring out like our, they don't really call it love language at this point, Mm -hmm. but like appreciation, Mm -hmm. the way that you appreciate or feel appreciated at work. So I ask um, co-workers too. I'm like, you know, which one is yours or what do you, you know, what do you think is most likely yours? And like I said, it does change based on the environment that you're in. And so that's always good to know. And it helps you not only to work better with your friends, but with people that you spend. I spend my 40 hours like plus a week with these people at work. So it's good to know how they operate because we have to work together as a team. And mm-hmm. if I don't know how they receive appreciation, they're not going to feel appreciated by me. And if they're not feeling appreciated, they're not going to want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And then we're not going to get the work done that we need to get done. Okay, so now we're going to give you guys kind of practical ways that you can use each of these love languages. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you this is not our own. We mm-hmm. might can come up with our own as we're talking. But we're going to link in, our, in the description. You'll have a link to this. Um, someone made like an ebook where they created different a list, almost like 50 for each love language, of things that you can do. So we're going to go through those together back and forth. And mm-hmm. first is our acts of service. Malia?
1: Okay. So it says make them a cup of tea or coffee. Empty out the dishwasher, praise the Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> make their bed. Um, pick up their dry cleaning. Run their errands so they can rest. And let's see. Let's do one more rake their leaves. So just out of curiosity, which one seems most attractive to you?
0: Honestly, for me, make them a cup of tea or coffee. (laughs) That's like the least involved. If you guys know me, I just, I don't like cleaning. I don't like any of that stuff. So doing it for someone else too is like, I also feel like I'm really bad at it. So, like, I feel like if I do it, I'm going to do it wrong. And then they're just not going to love it either. <laughs> so, I want to do it, like, perfect for them, you know. So, mm-hmm. I think making them a cup of tea or coffee or, like, bringing over some food, like, uh, that's an act of service, right? Yeah, it yeah. could be it could be a gift, too. But, like, an it's an act of service as well because you put your time into doing that. Mm-hmm. What about you?
1: Honestly, I, and I thought it was weird as soon as I read it, but I'm like, oh, that's why it matters. The rake the leaves. I connected that one so so deeply because I went home recently, back home because I've been out of town ish, dog sitting, and um, there's a bunch of leaves in our yard. And I'm like, Ugh, it has to be done. And I had the thought. Oh, this would be a really nice service and someone would just surprise me and they were automatically gone but i think what i'm gonna do is make it a quality time for me and myself and i and i'm going to listen to some banging music while i'm doing it uh com- come back to all of our fans please uh, relate with me so the next one is physical touch i love it You
0: oh, no, <laughs> <say>. <laughs> okay so here we go a sweet hug Sit close as you watch TV together. Stare into their eyes. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Give give a bear hug and don't let them go. Um, give them a massage. Mm. Now I will say a while ago while we were doing we were at the gym. Well, I, not while we were at the gym. Actually, I fell a few weeks ago and really hurt my back and my arm. And Malia gave me a massage then. And I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I really enjoy massages in general. So, like, I will never shy away from a massage. (laughs) That's a different kind of physical touch for me. (laughs) But also, that was kind of an act of service Uh, as well, I think. But definitely, like, physical touch. Um, So, I think massage, that one, kind of. What about you? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I like the feeling of smallness. So, I like the bare hug one. But Mm -hmm. then I also like a good massage. It's just I need people to, like, actually, like, People are scared to like be rough on you when you massage them, right? And so I'm like,
0: that's why I like Malia's massages. <laughs>
1: I'm like harder, harder. Pop my back if you know how to. Don't pop my back if you definitely don't know how to. <laughs> but like, I oh, love it so much.
0: Oh, I like this one though. A high five. Just like, what's up? High five. <laughs> that's a physical touch I can do. Gross. <laughs> how old
1: are we five? <laughs> yes. Quality time is next. Ooh, go on a picnic. I'm getting more I'm more comfortable with that one. Your mm. girl don't like to
0: be outside.
1: <laughs> go on a walk around the block and talk. Oh, we
0: do that all the time.
1: We do that one all the time. Take a cooking or a painting class together.
0: That could be fun. That would be really cool. These are some good date ideas, too, guys. And friend dates, too. Oh, right, yeah.
1: Talk, just talk. No cell phones, no social media. She been thinking about that one actually
0: take your lunch break together that's good for my job i like sure. that one go
1: on a walk on the beach yes if montgomery had a beach i would never <laughs> leave here ah oh! dream of the future together okay which one of the ones that we've mentioned are attractive to you because i don't
0: know which one i like well a lot of those are attractive to me but i think mostly like taking a walk and talking is i do it at work i do it with my friends mm-hmm. i just really enjoy doing that just like let's take a walk and let's talk mm-hmm. I did that last when I read "The Dream
1: of the Future" together, mm-hmm. and I think the part of the quality of time in that is my dream of the future doesn't mean that necessarily has to happen, but just the ability to talk about things that I want to happen or I'm thinking I want to happen, and it not being that conversation of like, "Well, can you afford it? Is it even possible?" Like, because I'm already doubting myself, I'm already questioning those things with myself, like. Just be excited and joyful with me, right? So I like the the dream of about the future together. All right.
0: So next we have receiving gifts. I like this one. Have they casually mentioned how much they love something? Pick it up for them and surprise them on any given day. This makes me think of our friend Lauren. Lauren is, as our friend Krista says, a very blessed individual. I think (laughs) she blesses (laughs) others, and by that, she is blessed. And so I don't know how much she does it now, but used to like, it'd be like May and we'd be like traveling somewhere. Or we'd be in a store somewhere and she'd see something. She's like, Oh, I'm going to give this to so-and-so for Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's May. Like, <laughs> and She's like, yeah, they wanted something like this. Let me grab this and I'll give it to them at Christmas. And I was like, wow. Like it's not even something that's like on my radar. So I've been trying to be more intentional about that too. Like kind of listen in and mm-hmm. like tune in and figure out that when they want something and then like try to get that for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, create something special, a homemade gift, sometimes I need mean more than store-bought. I love homemade gifts. Pick them up a card at the store. I really like writing cards, and I feel like the art of a handwritten card is just underappreciated these days. Mm-hmm. I still think it can do a lot of good. So it's like a gift and words of affirmation all in one. True. Especially
1: if you actually write them up the I'm going to
0: add this one. Well, okay, so this one says pick up a special treat for them at the grocery store. I also know that my love language or my appreciation language for work is to receive is to receive gifts, one of them is, like one of the higher ones. So, like, anytime someone, like, gives me some of their food or gives me a chocolate or something like that, I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, <laughs> like, you feel so good. So, picking up a special treat at the grocery store. So, like, if my friend goes out and, like, they're coming to meet me and they go by the grocery store or anytime Malia calls me and she's like, hey, I'm stopping by, da, 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 do you want something? And I'm like, yes, please, thank you. Like, thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> Uh, purchase a book they have wanted. Also, Lauren does that a lot. Mm. What was the one that caught your eye?
1: Don't forget their birthday anniversary or special
0: date. <laughs> one, because I feel
1: like I'm going to be the one to forget like, I mean, I already have. I know ish when I met the people in my life, but like, I don't remember our like, anniversaries. Like, thank you Facebook for making that a thing <laughs> I would not remember any of that, John. I remember like, dates that were important, like
0: I don't, remember, I don't remember friend diversaries or anything like that either. There's only ones that, like, stick out in my mind mm-hmm. that I remember. So, my for my friend Vashti, like, I remember that we took Korean class together in September of this certain year. And the very next year, she got married and I was in her wedding. So, like, I knew – I know September is our friend anniversary. Other than that, like, most people – no, I don't know. Birthdays, I do try to remember – But I also have, yeah, also I've learned that a lot of my friends, that's another reason I need to learn love languages, right? Because I know all their birthdays and I get frustrated when they don't know mine, no matter how many times I tell them. So I
1: just remember that. I remember Brittany's birthday is before mine. And that's
0: all I remember about that.
1: So I'm like, you'll get a present around-ish before mine. You'll get one.
0: (laughs) Okay, next words of affirmation.
1: Thank you for always saying the right thing. I'm so proud of you. I am honored to walk beside you in life. That's an interesting one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Initially, it sounds
1: fake when I read it, but like if you think, if you really think about that, like if a good friend says that to you, that'd be really sweet.
0: Well, I think in like our previous, one of our previous episodes, we talked about our preacher talking about appreciation. So we decided to do this. And like no matter how much you, like if words affirmation isn't even on your list though definitely hearing it from friends like so i texted a friend gave her some words of affirmation and she came back with even more words of affirmation that like almost made me cry it was so nice so still receiving yeah some deep things like that really Mm -hmm. nice
1: thank you for being the best friend spouse child i could ever ask for oh that's so sweet and then this is so cute i not only love
0: you i just like you i I not only love you, I like Like you. you. Because, like, liking someone is so much harder than loving someone sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Like, I love you, but I don't have to like you. you. Um, Honestly, the one that stuck out to me was, you look wonderful in that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I am someone, again, who cannot take compliments. So even hearing that sometimes, I'm just like, oh, thanks. But, like, deep down in my heart, I'm like, oh, oh. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I think what I liked was – I love you like, at all, right, so, all right, so we will post, um, like I said, the link to this. It's got a lot of more ideas on there. And like I said, these are some good date ideas, some friend date ideas, mm. too, just little things that you can do, some Christmas ideas. Mm, um, yeah. And this was created by Erica Michelle. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you guys or just kind of giving you a refresher if you already know about the love languages. Um, a little bit more information on how you can use it in your lives. And again, like, we're not professionals at this, of course. Um, this is not our training or, you know, we've only read the book and tried to live out these principles in our lives. And we hope that you can start to use them in your lives too. Uh, let us know what your love language is in Ooh, your comments. Yeah, yeah I would like to know that. So once again, thank you guys for listening and look forward to our next episode where we go a little bit more in depth about our own love languages. Yay. Being seen and heard and all the things. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. Uh, See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. Bye.